Welcome to F1 Goes Near. I'm Shatij. With me, I have Rahul and Drax. So, this Sunday, we had the first race of the 2020 season, the Austrian Grand Prix, and we were amazed by this race. I mean, this is what we were waiting for, and this race was not short of excitement, and we saw whatever we wanted to see. So, so now, Rahul and Drax... Uh, what are your opinions about this race? Uh, let's begin with qualifying. Yeah, so qualifying was pretty insane. I mean, we all knew Mercedes would have pace, but I don't think anyone expected to see where Ferrari would end up. Uh, Vettel was out in Q1, in Q2, which is like, I think the first time ever in his Ferrari career where he's been knocked out on pure, on pure pace instead of like a strategy blunder like we are used to. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, Drax, you want to go around the order, like run us down the order. No, what I want to say is, uh, if you look at FP1 timings, all the free practice timings, it was pretty clear that Ferrari, the trade-off between Ferraris of uh, reliability and power, it didn't go very well. Ferrari went to midfield this season, so that is it. I I mean, it wasn't surprising for me to see Vettel down in midfield. So, if you look at qualifying results right now. So, so in Q1, we had uh, Magnussen out, Russell out, uh, Giovinazzi out, and Kimi out, along with uh, Latifi. And, I mean, the Williams weren't too much of a surprise, but to see Kimi finish 19th uh, or qualify 19th was quite a surprise. Uh, yeah, the, Ferrari, the, the Ferrari engines did have an issue throughout qualifying and free practice. So, yeah, not a surprise over there. Q2 saw uh, Grosjean out, Ocon out, Kvyat out, uh, Gasly out, and Vettel out, which was the surprise. But I mean, that was a shocker. Yeah, the the Ferraris finished 10th and 11th, so one of them had to go out, I guess, and that was just happened to be Vettel. And that led us to the top 10, which was Bottas took pole, um, Hamilton second, which isn't much of a surprise. Verstappen finished mm-hmm. third. He's been historically strong at the circuit. Surprise was Lando Norris, who qualified fourth. Yeah, fantastic result for Lando Norris. I mean, that McLaren throughout the weekend had been strong, and we saw that through FP3, FP2, FP1, and throughout qualifying. I mean, beautiful driving by Norris and a well-engineered car. Yeah, and then uh, the next uh, six positions were Albon, Perez, Leclerc, Sainz, Stroll, and uh, rounding off the top ten was Danny Rick. Uh, yeah, we had a, a racing point qualified above a Ferrari. I mean, a pink Mercedes <laughs> beating a Ferrari. The Ferraris should be called a red horse then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true that. Uh, but besides, besides, I think uh, Vettel's surprise and the Norris surprise, I don't think uh, a pretty standard grid order from free practice of what we saw at least. Uh and yeah, that set us up for a really, really amazing race. Yeah. And then we move on to race day on Sunday. On Sunday, just hours before the race, you had a Red Bull file a complaint against uh, Lewis Hamilton for uh, ignoring a yellow flag, for not slowing down uh, during a yellow flag. And Lewis Hamilton was handed a three-place grid penalty. So he moved from P2 to P5, which put... Uh, Verstappen on the front row and Lando Norris into P3. So I think 
that played an important role in the race and we'll see what happens right and then with the race starting uh, very soon after that because this protest from red bull for the hamilton uh, this thing came really re- late into the day like just a couple of hours before or an hour and a half before the race started so with the new lineup ready we had uh, the drivers take their positions on the grid and it was lights out for the first time in 200 and something days i've lost count at this point but i mean 217 <laughs> i've kept count i mean i missed <laughs> i i missed this so much those words <laughs> felt so good to the ears man exactly and it it was like i mean the patience spared off was jumping up and down the room we were really happy to see those lights go out so the race started off pretty well for valtteri bottas who took off uh, you had max verstappen too who went, had a great start you had lando norris off to a good start too he kept applying pressure on that red bull uh, on the first lap we saw uh, charles leclerc going by but uh, the excitement began after some time when you had the racing points holding off the ferrari i mean you had a racing point able to defend a ferrari and stay in front of it for quite some time so yeah, let's let's put ferraris. this into perspective <clears throat> you had vettel who one time in uh, i think last year germany he went from p20 to p2 and this year in the first race he was trying to defend i i mean trying to go aggressive on a racing point and that too on a racing, racing point, point. <laughs> Slow that, that, that just shows how bad Ferrari have it this season. I mean, things should be better for them eventually. Maybe, maybe not. But let's see what happens. Uh, so going as we go, yeah, yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll cut yeah, this out. So as we go, as we go ahead, you had Max Verstappen get a DNF fourteen. laps and and i think that was a very painful moment for all of us uh the boy who always wins in austria i mean that is max verstappen's track we've seen it in the past two seasons we were expecting him to win again this season but things didn't go that way but uh max verstappen's retirement was due to an electrical failure yeah moving bo- on seeing the blue car slow down was just heartbreaking man it was really sad i mean the orange fans that would have been really really painful for them uh if you think this was painful you are yet to hear what's more painful this jeez <laughs> <laughs> yeah all, all the red bull fans i mean yeah our red condolences bull fans, uh, our, our condolences to you man it's it's not a good day for red bull it wasn't a good day for red bull and and, and that saying something seeing that shitage is a ferrari fan Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh as we went ahead you had uh Stroll's Stroll's car with an engine problem. He wasn't able to keep the Mercedes the Mercedes engine wasn't able to keep pace in the racing point. So you had Vettel gain a position. Oh, right. Let and, me add this to it. Yeah. If you remember in FP1, FP2, FP3 qualifying in all these four sessions but uh, that mclaren power, mercedes power plant in the racing point it had some uh, issue i mean the, you could see white fumes coming out of exhaust right so they said it was uh, oil being overrun but we can only say that we don't know for sure yeah, so i guess that problem persisted even further the mercedes further. team was sorry 
Now, I said that problem might have persisted even further. Right. Uh, we'll get to it a little later, but obviously we saw Mercedes, the 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 engineers at Mercedes, uh, begging with Hamilton and Bottas to go easy on the car and like just take care of it. Yeah. yeah I mean, those 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 cars were actually going at it. So anyway, uh, as we move on, we ha- you had uh, Daniel Ricciardo retire, which again is not a shocker. The Renault, yeah. the baguettes had done it again. <laughs> And the team retired, oh, so man. nothing much over there. And you had Stroll eventually retire because of his engine issue. I mean, now, at, at this point, Renault not retiring would be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Honestly, man, so, it's really bad yeah, right now. Terrible. So, uh... You had Magnussen with a terrible brake issue. His uh, He had a front-left brake failure, which uh, caused him to go off the track and spin, which eventually got the safety car out. Now, that safety car, again, got us a spectacular sight. We got to see the Mercedes double pit stop. I mean, that is just beautiful to watch it's it's you poetry had, man just to see the cars come in and go out in like that fluid it's i mean <laughs> the amount of effort that goes into practicing that to the point where you can do it reliably is incredible yeah and and then you had mclaren do that too so i mean the double pit stop is actually one of my favorite things in f1 right now i i hope there are more of these <laughs> it's, it's like a ballet dance <laughs> It's, yeah, yeah, it's, like it's, it looks good only if you do it very precisely correct. I, I don't want to see Ferrari do it. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, during that pit moment, uh, when uh, Norris had left uh, his pit and was going, was on the pit lane, and you had Perez with a with a terrible what's it called? An uh, unsafe, an unsafe, an unsafe release and. Perez almost ran into Lando, uh, Lando Norris over there. I saw but, that incident uh, live and I was I was screaming because I was so sure that they were going to crash and take Lando out and I was just dreading that. But um, I mean, yeah. luckily nothing happened. They both got on to the track and Lando maintained track position. So I guess everything ended well. And, uh, and then a few laps later we saw something that we've been seeing for a while now i mean that has happened so many times that i'm not surprised anymore you had vettel spin i think at this point every time anytime uh, any f1 driver spins they owe vettel a royalty because we see it so many times i mean it's just it's incredible the moment guys cut sean shut up i'm sorry my brother dude Who was it? My brother. Uh (laughs) Aha. Continue. Okay. So, so Vettel spun, and that was because he had contact with Carlos Sainz, the driver who's going to replace him in Ferrari. I mean, I mean, all I have to say is awkward. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, (laughs) what what might have been going through Sebastian Vettel's head? I mean, that can do some real psychological damage to the driver. Wait, Uh, you want my seat? Let me give you my seat. Come here, boy. (laughs) Sit on my lap. (laughs) So yeah, and then and then you had the both the Mercedes really going. At it, you had Hamilton right on Bottas' tail, and 
the Mercedes sensors were going off. Mercedes were having issues with their sensors. And it's mostly because of the curbs. Now the curbs caused a lot of vibrations in those cars. You had every team struggle with that. You had Racing Point, you had Renaults, you had both the Mercs struggling. And the race engineers told the Mercs to stay off those curbs as much as possible. Uh, the vibrations caused a lot of those sensors to get damaged. Uh, as we move on, uh, we had uh, Grosjean retire and on the same lap Russell retire with a gearbox issue. So you had to... Uh, was it the same lap though? I'm not sure. Oh, in quick succession of each other. Yeah. I can't remember who did yeah, the exact same I mean, lap. Of, uh, uh, when Grosjean right. retire, a safety car came out. And then when safety oh, yes, car yes. got out, uh, immediately Russell retired. So that's when correct, safety correct. car came out again. Yeah. So we had like six or no, seven no. laps under oh. safety car in a succession. Yeah, and then qu- yeah. because quickly after that, as soon as we got racing again, we had the Raikkonen incident. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. So the Raikkonen's Ra- <laughs> 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 tire was just like, yup, I'm out. <laughs> you know what? I can do dash too. This is how we do dash. And then his tire just <laughs> like, nope. <laughs> Instead of toe in, toe out, we have the wheel out completely. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I think I think then, Raikkonen just missed his target. I think he was aiming for someone on the track, and I'm I'm not going to speculate as to whom, but <laughs> I mean <laughs> that thing was a missile. Yeah, and then you had Vettel right behind him. I mean, <laughs> Vettel, <laughs> Vettel was would have been really scared. And then you uh, at that same moment, I think you had the uh, Albin passed Perez. But uh, the safety car came out again and Perez actually passed Albon again. That was because uh, Perez slowed. Uh, Perez wasn't able to slow down. But eventually, uh, Red Bull spoke to the race control and Red Bull got their position back. Right. Now, Another thing I have to point out is during the Grosjean uh, incident when the safety car came out, the, at that point, uh, uh, Norris, uh, sorry... Albon actually uh, dove into the pits for soft, so he was on a much, much quicker tyre and right behind the Mercedes at this point. Yeah, Albon Albon was, that strategy actually paid off, but uh, things changed, things changed really quickly. So, I highly recommend closing your eyes, shutting your ears, because uh, things aren't looking. Here's what happened. I think I think if you remember 2019 <laughs> Brazil really well, so that's what happened again. You had Lewis Hamilton go into Albon, and Albon spun again. For the second time, Albon was denied a podium by Lewis Hamilton. I mean, and for I, second if, place, and I mean, your heart just has to go out to the kid, man. Uh, it's just my so sad. My heart sunk when I saw that happen. Literally, if I was in Alvin's car, I would have drove back into Lewis Hamilton's car. I mean, I'm just like, okay, dude, I've had enough of your bullshit. Out. You oh, go out man, with was, me. It was it was mad. I, I mean, it was clear though that uh, Hamilton you know, just didn't leave. You know what I space. think? I mean, Alvin already had socks and the hard tires of both the Mercedes were already worn out. So Alban could have waited. He didn't have to go aggressive just after the uh, safety car. So I am not but, but, supporting this incident. I'm just saying that it's a race I, incident. I guess. I should guess happens. knowing knowing who, who Lewis Hamilton is, you should be a little wary. But I mean, uh, he'll obviously he, defend his position. Hamilton right, closed so. the door on, on uh, yeah. Alban, and I mean you can't wait forever. So. 
completely correct to give Hamilton the penalty that he got just after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he got a five-second mm-hmm. penalty for that. So yeah. now talking about Ferrari in this race, so one thing we noticed was that the Ferraris were really were doing really well on those hard tires. You had Charles Leclerc move from P6. And he managed to pass Lando Norris with a spectacular move. It was a very ballsy move, if you saw that. It was incredible. I was yelling. Like I was, I was on my feet. I was on my feet screaming, and I was like, "Oh my god, that was beautiful to watch." And just after that, and just after that, I think a couple of laps later, he actually got Perez as well to be a third. I think third uh, on the track. But yeah, then, third. because of Hamilton's uh, penalty, and because uh, yeah, because of Hamilton's penalty, he finished second. So I mean, podium for he second, yes. Uh, podium for Leclerc, which is incredible to see Ferrari finish second at this race where you know they qualified seventh and eleventh. See, I, I I can definitely say that that this race was one of the best races for Charles Leclerc. I think going from a terrible. P6 in that Ferrari to a P2 was spectacular. I mean, it, just, it was really beautiful. Right. A great race for Charles Leclerc. Now, uh, now I mean, another. It was a very bad race for Racing Point. Then they, they bottled up the uh, this race. They, they, yeah, they they, Whereas, totally, they pulled off a they pulled off a Tottenham Hotspur on this. <laughs> anyway, I think I think total, the, I think the pink tinge to the. Um, to the racing point comes from the red strategy of uh, Ferrari last year. <laughs> because, I mean, <laughs> it was just a disaster for them. To be fair, though, I it mean, wasn't too much of a strategy issue. It was just, they have... The car, the car. Yeah, I felt the car wasn't that great. The car didn't perform as well as it performed in qualifying. And, I mean, half their team is an idiot, so... Yeah. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> the other driver is just money. Right. <laughs> So yeah. Okay. So, so but Perez yeah. got a five-second penalty soon after so that for speeding in the pit lane. Wait, who speeds in pit lane? And why? <laughs> <laughs> they have to speed somewhere, I guess. <laughs> they weren't speeding on the track. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so, but it was incredible. Yeah, no, again, sad news for Red Bull fans. Again, you had. Alexander Albon retire. I mean, that was. I mean, to be added. fair, to be fair, after the Hamilton incident, he was uh, down in like thirteenth or something like that. So, not too much of a disappointment, I think, on that front. But the potential yeah. for the Red Bull team, I mean, with these two young stars, is incredible. So, here's to the future Red Bull fans. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess you can be hopeful. So imagine if, if Albon right actually had the P2 position after overtaking Hamilton. And then, if he got a retirement, would that oh, be more that, that painful? Would been, that would have been just heartbreaking. That, mm. that would have killed him, I mean. Yeah. And then you had Kvyat retire on the same lap because his left rear tyre just came off, I mean. Kvyat's tyre was yeah. talking to Raikkonen's tyre, I think. So, I guess yeah, I mean, he was also trying DAS, but on the wrong wheel. <laughs> his idea the was tie. to expand the wheel, but that didn't <laughs> <laughs> so you had uh, Kvyat retire too. So in a total, we had nine retirements in this race, which meant that uh, <laughs> Nicholas Latifi <laughs> finished just one place out of the five below 
out of the points. I mean, if, that, that's actually you, very great for a debut race. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if Sebastian, when he spun, if he just tried something, if he just got a DNF at that point, I really wish yeah. he did because Latifi would have got just a single point, even just a single point during his debut race. Imagine the feeling he got. That would have been incredible. If Williams manages to get a point this season, I will shave my head. So, <laughs> dude, you are just looking for an excuse to shave your head at this point. <laughs> If the sun rises tomorrow, you will shave your head. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the Austrian GP. A very exciting. I mean, this is what we get if we wait for so long. And I mean, oh, we man, yeah. are really no yeah, one waited I mean, so I, long. unless it was lando you know what he did oh in last God. lap even he saw that he had the opportunity to get on podium exactly. he just the had to get 5 seconds in close to hamilton so he, that last lap was, was beautiful he would want to see some real speed he was setting purpose actor everywhere i mean and i think the margin that he got it by was like a 10th or 2 10th yeah, 2 10th yeah, he got like under 480 yeah. he was 640 And yeah, by the end of the last lap, he was four eighty. Yeah, two ten okay, almost exactly. It was, it was incredible to watch so that. Fantastic, fantastic by Lando Norris. I mean, And Lando got the fastest lap of the race, so I mean, an extra point yeah. for that. Lando at the age of twenty is on a podium. Me at the age of twenty is <laughs> writing files. <laughs> you That's just <laughs> disappointing, dude. Don't even want to know. I'm, I'm sitting here sipping my Red Bull. <laughs> Yeah so so, so uh, surprising thing was Red Bull had no points coming out of Austria where you know they were like they are they were looking to be the strongest and mm. um, yeah so let's quickly run down the the finishing the driver yeah, standings okay. so you had so you ha- uh, Valtteri finish in P1 uh, when the race he controlled the entire race i mean it was just a flawless drive on his part He uh, he led all the races. He laps over there. Right. Uh, you had Leclerc in second, which was I mean we speak we've spoken about this, but yeah, beautiful, pretty drive. incredible. Norris in third, and I mean that hug. He his hug uh, like he hugged Zach Brown as soon as he got on the car. That 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 had me tearing up because it was just such yeah, a beautiful that, that was, moment. That was a beautiful moment. I mean every uh, Lando Norris fan. I mean, everyone's not just London or F1 fan. Every fan, right? After every seeing, fan right now. Everyone has a soft beautiful. spot for a McLaren, especially Lander. through all the nonsense that they've gone through in the last couple of years, and to see yeah. them back on the podium after uh, God knows how long has been incredible. Yeah, I think uh, the last podium, actually, the last podium was 2019 Brazil uh, because of same. Oh yeah, sorry, 2019 Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Was this really <laughs> a Brazil 2.0? Yeah, this was Brazil exactly 2. Brazil. This was a Brazil 2.0. <laughs> so every time Hamilton takes out Albon, it's a McLaren that gets supported. <laughs> yeah, this was incredible. Yeah, then you had Hamilton finish fourth after his uh, penalty. Science finished fifth. So a third and a fifth for McLaren, which is pretty incredible. Very good in terms of points. Yeah. You had Perez sixth after his penalty, Gasly seventh, Ocon eighth. So getting four points for the Renault team. Uh, you had Giovinazzi ninth, uh, Vettel tenth, Latifi eleventh, and that was 
it for the finishers of the 2020 race so in construction so, uh, by that we have in construction championship we have mercedes first second is mclaren and third is ferrari so yeah, this, this is, is this pretty is good for an f1 season <laughs> seeing mclaren I, I, in top right yeah i mean the how the tides how the tides have turned how the turntables i believe yeah. that's uh, oh i mean how, yeah sorry how the t- i'm just too excited after the results so sorry i really wish i really so wish mclaren to win this season at least the constructors I mean, yeah man it's going to take a miracle because of the mercedes but i mean no by everyone we know engines just all blow up and you have yes yes <laughs> yes yes <laughs> we know that mercedes power units this year are not as reliable not, as they were in yeah. previous years so mclaren do have a chance and we know yeah. ferrari are ferrari they will find a way to screw up don't yeah. you ever they doubt their attitude <laughs> <laughs> and the next race is in austria again yeah, uh, 4 days i think Four yeah. days till we have uh, practice again. I think they should cancel practice, the second practice at Austria, just to make it more interesting. Uh, oh my! Do it. <laughs> you know, one practice is enough. How much practice do they need at that one track? And just let's just straight go. Let's do a reverse grid of the for for lineup from the results of this race, and just go straight into the race in Austria. But. Yeah, but you'll have the Williams finish last. Even time. then, Williams will <laughs> so. be last. Yeah, there's no denying. There's absolutely no denying. <laughs> yeah, so let's quickly run run through the DNFs from order of retirement. So you had uh, Verstappen retire first, followed by Ricardo, followed by Stroll. Then you had Magnussen sensational retirement. The only time you'll hear Magnussen and sensational in the same sentence. Uh, <laughs> you had Grosjean after that. Immediately after that, Russell. um followed suit and then you had Kimi Raikkonen spectacular good try at das i think it needs a little more work uh <laughs> albon's heartbreak in the last few laps and that was a crusher yeah and then kvyat's tire decided it wanted to pull a rusher and just explode so yeah. <laughs> uh yeah that was a that was a opening race of 2020 here's to here's to the second race the double header the second race in austria in just a couple of days yeah hopefully the next race will be as exciting as this one uh, so that's it for today guys uh, thanks for watching this uh, do follow us do follow us on social media uh, stay safe thank you guys bye cheers that's a cut yeah. right <laughs>